Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast. I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and this week I am joined by the fabulous writer, performer, producer, Sadia Asmat. We talk about henna tattooing, we talk about her upcoming book, Sex Bomb, and we draw a couple of big trees. So I hope you enjoy the episode. If you want to see our drawings, then follow us on social media at Secret Art Pod. Enjoy the episode! Sadia Asmat is a stand-up comedian and writer from East London. In 2018, she launched her critically acclaimed BBC podcast, No Country for Young Women, which explores ideas of home, identity and belonging. Sadia has recently announced she's writing her first book, Sex Bomb, which is due to come out next year and is a vibrant, funny memoir about being, in her words, a horny Muslim. (laughs) Hello, Sadia. Hi, Annie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Glad to, nice to see you after so long. I know. Even if it's on Zoom, it's still nice to see your face. Oh, thank you. Um, and yours. And how is it being a horny Muslim? Oh, man. It's a, you know, it was already bad for me before COVID. I know we won't talk about COVID a lot, but yeah, it's a, mm. you know, it's, it's, we're getting on with it. We're getting on with it. It's like, you know, it's a, I don't know. I'm like literally not seeing anybody. So it's not fun times. It's not fun times, no. No. Um, but how's the writing of the book going? Not fun times. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's going. It's going well. Um, it's really like a long process and um, a lot more involved than I suppose I initially gave it credit for. So like, I was like, I can totally like just do this. And then like the mm-hmm. first draft, they're like, this isn't very good. <laughs> and then you have to like really rewrite. And so I'm yeah. kind of pleased with where I am now. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, different layers, I suppose you could say. Mm-hmm. And is it totally autobiographical? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I know that you can like make some stories up, but I haven't done that. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I haven't done that. Yeah, because you're quite young to be writing a memoir, aren't you? I know. Is it hard but to find enough? Is, yeah, you know what? I think, that's very sweet of you, by the way, I'm checks in the post. Um, I think <laughs> that uh, I tried to write a nonfiction a few years ago and it didn't I didn't find it easy like you know you have to do like a whole lot of like scene setting and like really a lot of character kind of um work I suppose Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I just wanted to do something that was realistic so it was it was kind of a nice thing to stumble upon because I hadn't anticipated it to be memoirs but um, Mm -hmm. it is definitely the style of writing that I like because it comes it's not like stand-up but it's similar to stand-up where you're drawing from your own experiences yeah so can you use sort of anecdotes that you've you know, discussed on stage and things for the novel. 
That's right. Yeah. So um, it's a little bit about how I got into comedy, which obviously is a bit strange for somebody like me. Um, I can I can profile myself, right, Annie? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you yeah. say someone like me, what do you mean? What I mean is like I guess a brown person. Um, because yeah, it wasn't. Like, it was just not something that I thought was a possibility when I was at mm-hmm. school and stuff like that, even though I loved, like, comedy. Um, but mm. it was just never something that I would have, uh, you know, thought that I could do. Um, Is that because you didn't see people like you performing? A little bit. And also I was shit scared, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I was, yeah. like, really afraid. But, yeah, I suppose it's – I just think – yeah also the people who I did see who are brown like they were all doctors and all doing very serious things Mm -hmm. so I just didn't see it as like a viable option um on any kind of in any way Mm -hmm. well you've made it so oh uh, thanks (laughs) and we can do some art today so have you chosen something for us to draw I'm so scared and I'm I'm pleased help me <laughs> but like <laughs> I, this, the thing I thought of was like a tree great thank you but yeah I, you can also change it if you didn't you want. say like, that I, very confidently no um I because your podcast is called secret artist and I'm really worried that the secret of uh, my secret is going to be found out which is that I <laughs> fucking suck <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't but also it doesn't matter if you do because okay. it's, it's about the process it's okay. like writing wow well, I hate that too. No, that's fine. <laughs> then we're going to do So this. is there a specific tree that you've chosen? I haven't, you know, Annie. I really haven't. Okay. I, was, I really wasn't sure. I, I like that's all right. the big trees. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, the famous big tree. <laughs> what was that called? Oak tree? I don't know. Oak I tree, like, yeah. I like oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get an oak tree up on the screen? Yes, please. Oh, so we gonna, that, that would be so good. That would be helpful. I reckon that might help us rather than going in <laughs> from the imagination. And it's like a magical one where all your wishes come true. Oh, great. That's exciting. I've gone for, <laughs> I've got some purple card and I was going to just use pencil, but I'm worried it won't okay. show up enough. Oh, that's a nice, that 400 year old angel oak. Wow. Nice. Oh, wow. See, your eye, you have a really good eye. It just drew straight to that one. I was looking at the fucking ugly big one on Wikipedia, but. <laughs> well, we that's... can go for that. I don't no, mind. No, 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 no. It's not nice. That one this is. This one really... looks quite magical. Oh, listen, I want to sleep there, man. Well, go on then. That's what, very where nice. Where is it? Let's find out. Oh, Mississippi. Wow. It'll be a bit far to go for a sleep. <laughs> and what medium are you going to work with, Sadia? It's really basic. I'm so, so sorry. I have pen and paper. That's fine. I'm going pencil on, well, card, but same type wow. of thing. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's a lovely tree. Wow, it is. I think that's really beautiful. Oh, that's it's a nice like shot so of it. It's so big. Oh, my God. It's I was so like, big. wow. That's beyond my wildest imagination. <laughs> Your wildest dreams. Yes. Okay, great. Which, yeah, let's go for that, that picture. That's quite a nice perspective, isn't it? I like it, yeah. There's a nice mixture of light and dark. And it looks quite abstract. The way mm. it's like the branches are sort of protruding towards you. Right, I'm going in for it. So you say you don't really consider yourself an artist. Have you ever done much like drawing or did you do any at school? Yeah, so basically like I remember my art teacher, her name um was Mrs. Rogers. Mm-hmm. And she was quite cool. She was like, she had a very like, I don't think it was hippie, but I can't think of another way of describing it 
kind mm. of like that type of dress sense and she yeah. had like nice long blonde hair like a hairbrush or an art brush <laughs> paintbrush yeah. so I mean she I've never always... known someone be described to have hair like a hairbrush <laughs> but I don't know it wasn't bad hair though it was very nice hair and yeah, yeah I think that she was really cool but I already knew that I couldn't like draw and stuff like that I, I just knew I wasn't very good at it and I also felt that it had to be like a compromise between writing or drawing and I preferred writing oh really what did your school make you feel like that or was that a personal thing I think it was a personal thing like I think it was like because I was doing really well basically as an Asian student you didn't want to do badly at something um okay and so obviously it is good to work through it so you can get better but like I think I was like well better at writing and I like writing more and I think mentally I told myself that you can only do one thing well um so like I just didn't feel, feel I was blessed with the art gene right and was it like you only allowed yourself one creative yeah subject Uh, yeah because I wasn't good at music but I was gutted about that and I kept trying at that one to be honest with you like rapping and all that but yeah that's not gone anywhere sadly well you're welcome to use this podcast to (laughs) bring it back (laughs) you've got any raps you want to do for this I I don't want I respect you too much Annie (laughs) start rapping Will Smith stuff maybe at the end (laughs) (laughs) right I've started on the sort of fat trunk of the tree what have you gone wow yeah I started on the left um you know that branch at the bottom that's touching the floor yeah 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 I started a bit too low on the page but it's fine it's It's a bit like something out of stranger things this this tree yeah um, we need trees like this alien looking beautiful I like it a lot so did you feel pressure from your parents or is it just an inherent pressure that you felt to be good I, at everything. I feel like they would have laughed at me if I was like, I want to do art. Because I remember when I used to play the violin and they were mm. like, shut up, like you can't do this kind of thing. Um, but I really liked <laughs> playing the violin. I think I wasn't very good at it. And I just felt like, yeah, I just felt like it wasn't for me kind of thing, which is... And sad. the violin is one of those instruments, if you're not good at it, it is so antisocial to the people around you. Whereas yeah. like, if you're not that good at the piano, it's still sort of sounds like a nice instrument yeah I was all right at the violin but I think maybe my fingers was thick or something like that so it took me a while but then I think it's because I was passionate about it that I got into it but I mm-hmm. think that's what it is and if you really like something then do better at it yeah definitely and if you have good teachers that's yeah and also you don't care if you don't do well because you're enjoying it yeah that's true so have you got any sort of favorite artists or anything are there people in terms of like painters or I really like Vincent van Gogh oh yeah I know him yeah but I don't know him <laughs> yeah because like <laughs> I remember him because we were taught about him at, in school and I liked it and I think people laughed at him for cutting his ear off and I never did I felt yeah. a bit sorry for him but also you know that um the sun what is it the daffodils one mm. the sunflower painting. sunflowers I yeah really like that I really really always like that yeah what's your favorite um van gogh painting then is it sunflowers i don't i haven't looked at enough of them to to, to be able to say but i really do like the sunflowers one mm. but looking at all of these yeah i think it was wasn't there one no i think i might be confusing it with another one that blue one is nice with the flowers was yeah it, the sort of blossom tree on the left yes wasn't there one with like sadness or something a dark yeah. one yeah 
They're all quite, yeah, I think they all have quite a lot of sadness. He's great. There's um, Starry Night, I really love. That might be one of the ones you're thinking of with the sort of spirally sky. He loved a bit of, yeah, he loved trees. Wow. A bit of trees, I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, that's one of my faves. That's pretty, I'm all about the reflection stuff. That's really cool. And the building in that reminds me of that, um, the hub spire in Edinburgh. Is that what oh. I mean? The quite sort of gothic looking spire. What yeah. is that, on the, on the mile, is it? Yeah, that's the Royal Mile, I think. When's the deadline for your book then? I think I'm working fast. And yeah, I, I don't know there is a deadline. <laughs> I thought we were going to have it done by now, which we haven't. Um, mm. But I've sent off like the edits for the structural for the structural edits basically so I'm okay. waiting now for the editor to come back with like line edits which yeah. has nothing to do with cocaine it's a lot <laughs> to basically checking every line which I can't believe I had no idea that was part of the process so when I get them back yeah. then I probably will spend about a month on them and then it has to go off for like another check and then I'm hoping the proofs might be ready by October-ish exciting so is the idea that it's um, published before Christmas no, I wish. Um, basically, it's due to come out March next year, 2022. Oh, nice. Yeah. And as it's autobiographical, are there lots of um, things you have to check with, like family members and whoever's mentioned? In yeah. The book? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm not going to check with them, basically, just because <laughs> they don't know that I'm a comedian. So <laughs> I'm going to, like, basically just... see what I can get away with. Um, I expect there will then be. And just some... see them in court. Yes. Yes, which I'm trying to like avoid, but I might not be able to avoid. I don't know. We'll see. We'll so which it's... of your family members don't know that you're a comedian? Like all of them, apart yeah, all of them apart from my young brother. So your parents don't? No. Wow. How does that, is that difficult to keep it from them? I, it's, no, I don't live with them. So it's, okay. and they're not like, they don't watch comedy. And I, I didn't feel that it's like something they would support at the beginning. Okay. Because, you know, you perform at pubs and stuff like that yeah, for, for very little money. So, like, I don't know how I would explain. <laughs> yeah. Just going to a pub and I'm going to make no money and I'm going to be yeah. very explicit. <laughs> so what do they think you do? I was just doing a lot of office work and, like, temping and stuff. Yeah. So I guess they think I'm doing that. Um, They're actually... Your family are all massive fans of this podcast, so. Um, <laughs> so They're not going to like my drawing, Annie. They're not going to like my drawing. It's going to make me sad. Oh, that must be hard, though. But... Yeah, it's it's all right. I think the right. I don't know. I think the writing has been very. Uh, yeah, I think you know when you just want to write honest stuff. That yeah. it is hard, but like I think it's good, and I think people will relate to it as well because I think sometimes like what I'm going through is like kind of similar in the Asian community, but like people just don't talk about it. So I'm hoping yeah. that it will make people feel, uh, I suppose, less alone in their situations. Yeah. Well, your podcast has a huge following, doesn't it? No country for young women. Young women. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, finished now, Annie. I saw that. That's devastating. Is it good? Are you going to do another series? 
Um, no, basically, um, so I've got a job as a, a producer now, Annie. Can you believe it? I know. I also saw that. BBC Studios, is it? Yeah. So That's I'm incredible. Quite, thank you. So, yeah, I'm just going to try my best to, like, work on that side of things for now. Yeah. And then, um, and then um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do a podcast again, but I'm just, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not going to rush straight away. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got enough on your plate to be getting on with. <laughs> What, so what has um, the producer role entailed so far? Oh, my God. I have listened to so much content in the last few weeks. I can't tell you. Like, I was like, I can't believe it. Because I think for me, you know, before, my, my thing was like, I want to create, I want to create, I want to create. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good to listen and, like, absorb as well. And I, I guess I wasn't as much. Yeah. So that's been very, very good. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think reading scripts has also been, like, really joyous. And like, so is this for like short form TV ideas or is it all kinds of some of it of is for like um, audio dramas for audible for example but some mm-hmm. of them I think yeah are like pilots for, for sh- scripted TV nice and it's so cool to be able to, to tell other people that I don't like their work you know like you always <laughs> get the critique back <laughs> I'm not like that by the way but I'm just like you know the, the things that you want to change or, or suggestions of a change like yeah yeah you're always on the receiving I'm just imagining you at your desk just every day just emailing people I don't like your work <laughs> no, no, I'm just pushing it because that's I have had to learn the hard way to push it and up the ante. So, yeah, fun to be on the other side. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm being, I'm being mean, but no, <laughs> it's good to give constructive feedback. And I think that's the thing when you're doing your own work, right? I, I, I love getting constructive feedback because I kind of lose sight of, of what it is. Because you know, if you read something over like 50 times, mm. you just can't see a few things anymore. It's just yeah. looks differently to you, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And it's nice, it's rare in this industry to get feedback at all. <laughs> you know, so yeah, often you yeah. submit scripts or go to auditions and don't hear anything. Um, so it's actually nice to receive, even if it's you know criticism I think it's important isn't it to know that you're you know you've been acknowledged and stuff and not just blanked yeah um so are you going into the BBC or are you working from home currently both like a little bit of both so like there's Mm -hmm. a writer's room this week so we'll be going in for that but like nice we're also working remotely are you in White City or yeah White City um I've just decided to draw some of the tiny little figures Oh, that's a good idea. Picture. Well, the people, yeah? The people, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Because I was like stressed by the leaves because I don't know how I'm going to do that. But like, I've yeah. not done a single leaf, actually. <laughs> but that's a lovely idea, like focusing on the... There's, it's very earthy, the bottom part of the image, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. Is this the one in Mississippi? It looks almost like it could be Hampstead Heath. It's quite... um, like The light is quite British. It looks like very yeah. flat. Have you got any art in your house do you own any art I don't well um I'm kind of staying with somebody at the moment and she does mm-hmm. and I think it's really cool so she has like this um kind of picture frame of a of a movie called Girls on on the Loose mm-hmm. which is like an old movie and she has other things like um uh fish and chips uh what do you call it fish and chips just kind of like uh, a sign about fish and chips so yeah that's the yeah. picture on the so she has this movie picture on, which I think is quite funny. Oh, nice. Uh, and I don't think it was just because I was here. <laughs> but I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's a nice sort of vintage poster. Are they 
Yeah, two women in red dresses. Yes, and I think one is stabbing the other, which is obviously not what you want, but girl, girl gangs, gangs that, that stop, stop at nothing, crime crazy, trigger happy. <laughs> Love it. And the blonde one, totally, I thought it was like Marilyn Monroe, but it's not. Oh yeah, it does look like her. Is she hold? It looks like she's holding a dagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <much>. Yeah. <laughs> but the other one looks really sexy, man. She don't look like she's about to be killed. No, it definitely does look quite sort of sexual, doesn't it? Yeah. I think nice. I wonder what that's all about. And then what, a fish and chips? Something with fish and chips, did you say? Yeah, it was just a, a bit about fish and chips. And I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's it really. Like, just I think, um, I should go and have a look, shouldn't I? <laughs> 695 oh quid. Jesus, she's rich, you know. She <laughs> is rich. She is rich. I was doing okay with the branches, but I've not this um I tried to imitate the leaves and I'm not happy with them to be honest. I think the thing I like about this tree is it already looks quite abstract and it doesn't look real. So I think any sort of representation of it can be as sort of weird as we want it to be. <laughs> doesn't have to look like anything. I used to I used to um what do you call it? So I you know henna, do you know hand paint hand painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love henna. I used yeah. to I took a course in that and I was really shit. But I wanted to know how to do it. Yeah, and there were just loads of girls. They were just like their hands were like machines and they were just so good at it and I was like I'm definitely not good at this art stuff. Yeah, henna's an amazing art. It is form. really nice. It's like tattoo, basically, free form, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of did okay, but then, like, I just, I knew I wasn't as good as, like, the other girls. And so mm. you have to be quite quick when you're doing brides and stuff. Like, you don't want to be taking, like, the whole day because... Yeah. So, yeah, I love drawing. that. I do, I do do all that all the time. The one on the top right that mm. flower pattern is like is very common so yeah oh, we really do, yeah we use them well you can kind of like have henna applied whenever you want but we tend yeah. to do it over eid or like weddings and oh par- wow parties yeah it looks so you're an artist if you can do henna that's incredibly artistic <laughs> and also you have to be super precise don't you yeah I think I can do it I think I need a good cone if I have a good cone but what happens Annie is when think of a cornetto but the opposite yeah. end of it with a pointy end. So once I've used some of the henna, then mm-hmm. the art is you have to kind of squeeze down to push the henna in down the cone. And I think that's where oh, I'm not yeah. that good. It's kind it's of like, like when you're icing a cake. Yeah, like that pipe exactly. Icing. exactly. So that's where I let myself down a little bit. It's just the maneuvering the cone. But other than that, mm. if it was like a, like a pen, I would be so good. That's so cool. So do you follow specific patterns when you do it or do you it's very go similar, freehand? You know, if, you f- if you look at all of them, they're so similar. So you have a dot and then you go around and then you may draw some petals like that. Mm-hmm. And then you may do like, um, what is that one? You know that one that says henna, not just a pretty face. You do kind of like a paisley. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. Like a sort of teardrop. Exactly. Um, and then shape. you just fill that in. So as you can see, it's just a dot and more petals, dot more petals. And it's okay. about... It's about the detail. So that's quite a simple thing. I think what I learned from the course was was how to see the patterns rather than like just looking at it as a whole is breaking it down. So there's a line from, yeah. the, from the index finger you can see. It's like a, a round curve, almost like a rainbow, and then mm. some dots and then another round curve and then mm. some like a, a dot and then a line. Um, 
and if he can show you the color ones because that's just with the paint on but then when after you um you let it dry for like three hours and sometimes overnight because you want the darker the better and then um it turns like a color basically depending on your apparently your your kind of body heat but yeah look down there so that that red one you want Mm. it to be that color basically sometimes it comes a bit like funky orange which doesn't look great it's like a bad tan right but you want it to be like a nice glorious color so that's what brides get the night before the wedding so cool Oh, she's got it on her baby bump what the fuck sorry (laughs) i've never seen that your words not mine (laughs) um and uh, it's the circle shape sort of significant or symbolic Mm -mm. then no no i think it's just to make it look like basically as fine and small and detailed the better like if Mm -hmm. it was too big I think Arabic um, henna is a bit bigger. And so I don't think it looks as, as nice as this. This looks very fine and, and special, basically, to me. So I prefer this one. Like, look at that woman. She's got it all the way up to her elbows. But um, there's other patterns that are a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But I think these ones are so special. Yeah, they're beautiful. And it looks like, going back like to the last one. page. Yeah. There's a lot of symmetry in it. Is that something that's important? I think you, you'd want it to be. You wouldn't want, well, you can have different patterns, but similar designs. But I think, you know, like that one's very nice and symmetrical, isn't it? And like, if, mm. if say that one of the, let's, whatever that crown is, say that was a bit lower on one hand and then higher on the other, you wouldn't want that kind of thing. So yeah, I think good artists can make it symmetrical. But even within one, like the design on one hand in itself, seems to be very symmetrical yeah I think what's really good is that like you said with the trees like you don't need any rules so Mm. I think sometimes like when you go to get your henna done like you can kind of tell them what you want and I think Mm -hmm. these days obviously show them on Instagram a picture they're beautiful they're nice yeah but I dropped out (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know what? I was trying to find myself and it was one of many courses I did at the time to try mm-hmm. and do that. And, and I kind of found that <laughs> that was not, unfortunately, going to work out. Where was it that you did the course? It was um, community, community college, Annie, <laughs> nice. in, um, in the ends in East London. And was it predominantly Muslim women there or is it quite a mixture? I think there were not Muslims. I think there was like basically Hindus and and Asians. I think maybe a few Sikhs, maybe a few Muslims, but I don't remember. Um, Uh But yeah, just brown women basically. Yeah. And the teacher was like a very brilliant artist as well. Um, And she was like, like, I'm too too big to do henna now. I don't do it. 
So too that's big. Funny. Yeah, you know when like she it's almost like a museum. Uh, sorry, oh, I see, as in like musician. too famous, like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm too. I can't. I can't do it anymore and stuff. First, and I, I thought that. you meant physically. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> but I think, but she had a great hand. I think she liked teaching a lot and. I think she still did the odd bride now and again, but it's like you get a lot of money, I think, from that as well. Mm. well I think I anything when you're in course. the wedding industry, you can really up your prices, can't you? Yeah, which is really horrible, isn't it? Mm. I did a makeup course and I thought that was pretty artistic. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it is. I don't know. What sort of makeup? So it was like a beauty course. So we did like facials and I thought that was really fun. Yeah. And then we it was just like the first makeup course I'd ever done so the woman was quite like she knew what she was doing but she wasn't such a great teacher so I think it was different looks day looks evening looks and that type of thing but yeah yeah and I quit that one as well Annie there's a bit of a theme running here (laughs) with your commitment to things (laughs) (laughs) I know I think I just didn't enjoy it you like to learn a bit that was it that was it <laughs> is it quite daunting with the book that you can't yes it? I've I've wanted to several times but um unfortunately we have signed a contract yeah I think it was just that I don't mind as you know with stand-up like obviously people know stuff and that's fine mm. but I think it's just um I think I didn't know what I was getting into and that was the thing but I, I've enjoyed it and I've, I feel you get better at it the more you mm. do it so that's really good I guess with um, stand-up, it's slightly fleeting, isn't it? Like you can say an anecdote on stage, but when you're writing a book, you're committing something to paper is more daunting. I like, there's so many different processes. So like the first the first bit where you're just like doing almost like a brain dump and putting all the ideas down, I really like that bit. But mm. then when you have to listen to people's feedback and change it, then it's like, although I did say at the beginning of this that I enjoy feedback, which I do. But, but you're yeah, just no, saying that. Been... <laughs> you hate it. Well, I think it's I think it's like you know, I definitely wouldn't stop writing. I would do another book for sure if 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 I could. Yeah. And I hope it's better, but this is it's not bad. And it's called Sex Bomb. Is it is there a lot about sex or is that just the sort of sassy title you've given it? I think it's um a play on the term that you know like with <laughs> Islamic terrorism bomb Mm. um but I think also in my culture um you don't talk about sex a lot so for me sex bomb represents the bomb of talking about sex but also I do comedy and we bomb like you know when you do comedy (laughs) so there's that as well we (laughs) (laughs) I bomb a lot I I shouldn't (laughs) say that it's not in a it's not in an um attacking type of way people (laughs) don't get the wrong hopefully people don't get the wrong idea from that I can't wait to read it Oh, thank you. I hope you really like it. Like, I literally, it was like the end of last year, which was a horrible year, right? 2020. And like, I spent all Christmas just sitting there and writing. And yeah, it's been fun. It's it's really fun how it, I I don't think structure is my best thing. So I think I'm really happy now that it's a little bit better structured. Yeah. But I didn't, yeah, I just think structure is a strange one because I thought it was already in good structure before I got told that the ordering needs needs work but yeah no mm-hmm. that's been fun to kind of learn I suppose so is it sort of chronological going through your life or? yes I prefer that to be honest with you and also I can swear in a book I didn't know I was so happy you can what swear <laughs> yeah I didn't know you could swear in a book <laughs> yeah I believe you can. it's quite quite a thrill what's the worst <laughs> word in the book 
Um, oh, probably just the F word. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were writing at Christmas, were you at home with family or were you... No, I was, uh, I was literally at that point, I was living on my own. And um, I don't know, I think, well, I think I got the dates wrong. I thought it was out this year. So I was like, oh, okay, I better little, you know, get it done. And then I submitted it and they were like, oh, this isn't due for like, till the next year. And I was like, oh, well, that's good to be ahead. Yeah, I suppose it was okay. And then I think, you know, like at the beginning of this year, it was like really tough with the lockdown. So it was really good to have something creative to do because the podcast had finished and stand up Mm -hmm. was at a hiatus. So from that perspective, it was really nice to be able to do something. I think I've always wanted to do a book, but when I'm, I had a meeting with Penguin a few years ago and um, the nice lady followed me on Twitter after. And yeah. then as soon as she saw some of my tweets, she unfollowed me and I thought <laughs> that was the end of my literary endeavours. What did she see, do you think, specifically? Probably something about Dick. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I bet I can imagine what that was. Exactly. And so I feel really like grateful that I can kind of write a book that is kind of like, I suppose authentic in terms of the things I would say as opposed to putting on a different like a writer version of myself yeah definitely well you've been commissioned to write it for who you are and your style so and then my um editor right she's now signed the memoirs for Lil Kim wow which is out in November she said she signed my memoirs before Lil Kim's memoirs amazing I want to meet Lil Kim I might have to try but I don't know maybe you will if you've got the same publisher yeah, but I think Katie might go to, um, shout out to Katie's my editor. She might go to the States in November when Lil Kim's is out, but maybe I can Zoom. No, I'm joking. Maybe you could ask to go with her. <laughs> yeah, because it's easy for Muslims to go to America, isn't it? I'm joking. <laughs> mm, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> How are your branches coming along? The branches, I'm not upset about but there's very little else Annie so it looks a bit sort of gothic I think that's fine I think you're gonna have to be very critical when you look at it and that's fine as well okay I'd rather be honest so have you been in the position as a producer where you've been reading scripts from friends and people you know and having to no I I really haven't um which is probably better because yeah I don't know them, so I can just be a bit more um, honest. Like, I actually think I read one where I knew who wrote it and I read one where I didn't know. And I think yeah. the one I read that I didn't know was kind of helpful because I didn't have that context to blur my thingy, yeah. basically. Blur my thingy, blur my um, <laughs> views. Yeah. So, yeah, but submit, Annie, man. Submit in it and then I'll read it. Yeah. Are you writing anything right now? Yeah, I'm writing a sitcom idea, so I've got a meeting oh, cool. about that later with my agent. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, mm. maybe I'll be sending that to Sadia Do you have a little Asmat role HQ. for a little hijabi in there, Annie? I'm sure I do. Is that how I you get stuff your, commissioned? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably go for, like, Fatiha El Ghori, won't you, now? Now there's more hijabi <laughs> comedians for you to pick from, so I'll have to actually audition and be good. But, no, I've read your baby shower, and obviously like, I thought that was amazing, so... Oh, thank you. Well, you were amazing. Oh, but I can't no, believe you do the two because obviously, you know, at the beginning I was like, I think you can only do one. But like, I've seen your art as well and it's like really good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's been good in lockdown having more time to, to focus on that. Did you draw the COVID virus thing? 
Did I draw it? <laughs> I would have drawn that if I were you. <laughs> I haven't ever drawn it, but I don't. It was on the, It was on the cover of an ice cream box. <laughs> oh my god! It's quite a nice um, pattern, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, you could. Say. <laughs> I could have just made a dress for her for like twenty quid. Do you make dresses? No, listen. You're going to laugh, man. I did take a sewing course and then oh I quit my God. after two weeks. You quit after two weeks? Yeah. That was the hardest course I've ever done. And I felt like the pressure. And actually, oh my God, it was so embarrassing because I even bought a sewing machine. Mm. But then it, we were cutting well, they're patterns. they're expensive, aren't they? It was at the time. I was cutting patterns and I just thought, what am I doing with myself? And so I stopped doing it. And I gave the sewing machine to somebody else. We are going to be at Latitude Festival from the 22nd to the 25th of July, doing a live podcast recording with a very, very special guest. So look out for us there. It's going to be incredibly exciting to be back at a festival and doing this podcast live. Can you imagine? Well, you don't have to imagine. Just just come. Just come and see us. What are we going to do about these sort of commitment issues, Sadia? <laughs> I think that was it. I think everybody on that course wanted to be on the course and wanted to to make clothes. And yeah. I wanted to know how, but I didn't have the thing in me, the fashion designer in, in me that was like, I'm going to make like the next v- Valentino or the next, what was that one? The program? Versace. I'm not going to make the next Versace. You know what I mean? I didn't have that yeah. kind of thingy. So I felt, I, I don't know, maybe I just should have carried on. But yeah, I, I understand the process of like, making a pattern and cutting the pattern and and like I didn't mind the technical thing of it but I didn't have the design that's um, interesting so you would rather someone else designed it and then you were the sort of practical one actually making it yes so you you like the the sort of logistics of it well I think you know what like growing up I think knowing how to like sew a button on or like to do like basic seamstress stuff is like quite an Asian thing so I think I was trying to find my Asian things uh, oh, my right. Asian my Asian roots or something and uh, yeah. yeah I kept quitting at that which is not good was that the same with the henna course yeah I felt like I wanted to do something and um, the makeup obviously hadn't worked out for me at that point so yeah. I did the henna stuff and mm-hmm. um then I just knew that my hand wasn't fast enough and I, I was just taking a little bit too long. So, yeah. But yeah, it was again, it was a thing like a Asian rites of passage. It was something that I felt that a good Asian should know how to do. Well, I guess you do know how to do it now. So you can... Just badly. <laughs> <laughs> how long does it last, Henna? I think <laughs> the, the correct answer would be, it depends on how much you wash. So, <laughs> right. no, I'm joking. Like, I think can be a week or two depending on like how strong the henna is and like if you're always washing dishes and stuff like then or swimming it will probably mm-hmm. rinse off a little bit sooner I definitely remember having it when I went on holiday maybe to Turkey did but you like I it? had like a seahorse or a dolphin or something you had it yeah yeah what yeah, color really did the, what color did the color come out on you I feel like I remember it was like an olive green when it came out of the tube and then it it brushes off and then it went like a dark ready brown maybe nice that's what it's meant to be because um there's also so this might be too much Annie but there's also black henna which is like illegal and like people have had their limbs amputated so 
What? Avoid the black henna. <laughs> yeah, what, they, where is it illegal? I don't. I think it's like India. It might be Pakistan or India, one of them. But I just, I, w- I remember going on the course and they were like, some bride had to have her hand amputated or something because they put like the black henna. It looks really nice, you know, like it looks nice. But if you're the layman on the street, you would know that that's not like, you know, whatever the chemicals is in there, basically. So... Just stick with so what? It, uh, she had to have her hands amputated because it was poisonous. Yes, right. I think they put some chemical in there. Basically, the dial. I don't know, but it's not. It's not like natural. Like normal henna is natural. It's like a plant. It's from the plant. Yeah, that's scary. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Then they um, also put like glitter on. So I got really into it. And like mm-hmm. you put a bit of glitter and glue. So like mm-hmm. you have the henna design and then you kind of like put dots of like gold and, and silver and a bit sparkly. So there's like loads of nice ways of jazzing it up. Yeah. So if you got married, what I would think you... a part of me thought that if I do the henna course, I'll get married, Annie. And that, that yeah. didn't happen. So I'm not sure if I was quitting henna or just quitting the fact that I was... Does that make sense? I don't know, but yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> I just wondered if you had like a specific design in mind if you ever got married. Like, do you, do you know what you would get? I think like one of those on that we just saw, like up to the up to the elbows, I'd yeah. like proper get my whole hand done. But like just a small and fine and detailed. There's like some real well-known henna artist in this country, so I'd probably mm-hmm. go for one of those like basically high-profile ones. Abstract or realism? Abstract. Tate Modern or Tate Britain? What is the difference on that? Um, uh, two different galleries. One's oh. like contemporary and one's sort of older artworks. I'll go for the older one. Which one is that? Tate Britain. Britain, yeah. Okay, cool. Dawn or Dusk? Oh, that's a good one. I like fucking up both. <laughs> Dawn is rarer and Dusk is sexy, but Dawn is rarer. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for dust, but I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Writing or performing? Okay, let's go for writing. Permanent tattoo or henna? Henna. Tortured artist or rational producer? Ooh. Um, oh, shit. I say <laughs> tortured artist. <gasps> Can't believe I said that, but yeah. Oak tree or weeping willow? Oak tree. <laughs> Private view or view of privates? View of privates. <laughs> <laughs> Invisibility or super strength? Yeah, super strength. Can you separate the art from the artist? I think it depends on who it is, yes. Art or tech? Art. Art or food? Oh, shit. Art. <laughs> and finally, dicks or pussies? Dicks! <laughs> I think prize? the ones you answered quickest on were private view or view of privates and dicks or pussies. <laughs> She knows what she likes. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. so scared. <laughs> oh my God, it's great. It's shit, I love man. it. Oh my God. It's really cool. You've done loads that, of detail. That's the leaf was rubbish. And I started to try to do the person and that was rubbish. So I just carried on with what I was doing. I really like it. I love how sort of wobbly the branches are. <laughs> and also it's like a cutout. Like there's nothing in the background. It's all like all the lines are really certain and definite. It's great. It's really cool. Thank you. I can't wait to see yours. Well, mine, I don't know if you can see very well. It's on. Wow. Because it's on card. 
Oh my god, I can! And it's literally the picture. It's so good. You're so good. Oh my god, the people are amazing. And you've got like you know the shadows um, of the of the trunk. It, oh yeah. Like the lighting is really really like perfect. Oh, thanks. Oh wow. I just spat on the back of it by mistake. Can you see that? <laughs> That's good. I love it. It's better with a spit, actually, you know? Yeah. Um, thanks so much, Sadia. It's been really oh, nice to chat to you. Thank you. Sorry if I was a bit waffly, but it was really no, not nice at all. to talk to you as well. What a lovely, funny gal. Remember to follow her on social media at Sadia underscore Azmats underscore. Yeah, why not? Why not have an underscore at the end as well? Um, if you want to see mine and Sadia's drawings from today's episode, then follow Secret Artists on social media at Secret Art Pod. Hope you enjoyed the episode and hope you have really, really nice days. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.